Greetings, my peeps, and welcome to the All Things Basketball Podcast with your boy GD. In this special episode, I will be breaking down the All-Star Reserves. I'll actually give you my predictions for the East and the West in terms of All-Star Reserves. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Okay, guys, so this is going to be a special episode. I'll probably break it into two parts. So it's going to be about the All-Star Reserves. We already know who the All-Stars is for the NBA's All-Star game coming up. And that is LeBron James for the West. He's the captain, along with Nikolai Jokic, along with... For the first time, Andrew Wiggins. Uh, that's among the, four, the front courts. And then in your back court, you have Steph Curry, of course. And then another first timer in Ja Morant. So shout out to both those guys, Wiggins and Morant, for making it there on their first go. Well, making it for the first time, rather. And then in the east, you have KD, who's the captain there. Uh, question is, will he be able to play? We know he's uh, has that injury, so we got to see. Um, I doubt if he does, to be honest with you. So, um, so that leaves room for them to replace him if that's the case. So, in any event, it's him, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Joel Embiid in the front court, and then in your back court, it's... Uh, DeMar DeRozan, along with Trey Young. So, so coming up now, I'm going to give you my All-Star Reserve predictions. I'll start with the East. So, and the way I'm going to do this is I'm going to go in the order of rather the records of the team. So, I'll just go in that order. So. Uh, and we'll take it from there. So, okay, uh, candidate number one, Jimmy Butler for the Miami Heat. Uh, since they didn't get anybody voted in, um, I, I would say he would definitely be the one that probably goes from that squad. 22 points per game, 6.3 rebounds, 6.3 assists, nearly two steals, shooting 48 0.5% from the field and over 88% from the free throw line. So Jimmy Butler, I he's probably the representative for the Eastern Conference leading Miami Heat. So and I give an outside chance, but I doubt if it happens to Tyler Hero, who's having a fine year. A uh, little 20 and a half points per game, nearly five rebounds, four assists. He's uh, hitting about two and a half threes per game, shooting 42.4% from the field, 87.5 from free throw line, and 38, a little over 38% from three. So um, I give him a way outside chance of making it. Although he's having a fine year, so I just thought I'd mention that. So, 
So let's move on. Uh, Zach Levine. Zach Levine for the Chicago Bulls. Will this be finally be the year that Zach Levine makes the All-Star team? Um, he's playing on a winning basketball team now. Uh, we know that DeRozan has got in, so uh, you can make a strong case for having two Chicago Bulls on that All-Star team. So here's his numbers, though. 25 points per game, nearly five rebounds. 4.3 assists, shooting 48.7% from the field, 87.2 from the free throw line, hit nearly three threes a game, and he's shooting it nearly 40% from three. So his numbers are looking very solid across the board, and I definitely give him a chance of making this squad. Um so you will have two Bulls represented for the East. <clears throat> Moving on, uh, for Philly, we know that Joel B got in. Is there a chance that Tobias Harris makes it in as well? Um, maybe. Uh, I'll give you his numbers. 18.7 points per game, 7.5 rebounds, uh, 3.7 assists. Shooting 47.6 from the field, uh, 85.6 from the free throw, free throw line, and shooting 34% from three. So, Tobias Harris, uh, outside chance, I don't think it's a great chance, but definitely worth mentioning um, it's possible that he could make an all-star game. So, moving on, uh, Cleveland Cavaliers. I say Darius Garland is probably a shoe-in to be a uh, all-star this year, given the fact that the all-star game is in Cleveland. So I definitely feel that uh, he will be making his first all-star appearance. Let me give you the numbers, guys. 19.7 points per game, 8.2 assists, 3.3 uh, rebounds, 1.3 steals, Shooting 46.7% from the field, 90.7 from the free throw line. So he's he's clutch. He's knocking down his free throws. Uh, he's also hitting two and a half threes per game, shooting at a 36.4% clip from three. So uh, Darius Garland, who has really come of age here. Um, in that same draft, draft along with Zion Williamson, John Morant, uh, R.J. Barrett, and those guys, he was the fifth pick. So he has really elevated this Cleveland squad with his play. So Darius Garland, I think, is a shoe-in to get in. Now, as far as Jar Jared Allen, the center, I think he has a chance. I think he has a chance of making it. Um... Let me give you his numbers. A little over 16 points per game, 11 rebounds, 1.4 blocks. He's shooting 68 point, nearly 69% from the field and nearly 69% from the free throw line. Jared Allen, who's a big part of what they're doing over there in Cleveland, um, 
given again the fact that it's being held in Cleveland. They're winning. They're looking great. Uh, I say it's a definitely. I would give it a seventy percent chance that uh, Jared Allen makes it as well. So, um, yeah. So it's possible you could get two Cleveland guys in there, and I think that's off the strength again of it being held in Cleveland. So. That'd be a nice reward for the fans there. So, moving on, uh, Milwaukee, you already have Giannis in. So, Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday, they have a chance. They have a chance. Uh, let me give you Middleton's numbers a little over 20 points per game, 5.7 rebounds, 5.3 assists, one. A little over one steal per game, shooting 44.3% from the field. Uh, he's shooting 80, about 89% from the free throw line, uh, hitting uh, almost two and a half threes per game, and he's shooting it at a 39, 38.5% clip. So. Uh, Chris Middleton, you know he's been making all-star games anyhow, so uh, they're still the defending champs, so it's possible you can get two guys from there as well. So uh, he has a chance. He has a chance. And then for Holiday, nearly 18 points per game, 6.5 assists, 4.7 rebounds, 1.3 steals, shooting 49% from the field, uh, 75.3 from the free throw line, and 38.4 from three-point range. So, uh, even one of those guys can go, I would say, probably Middleton. Um, I doubt if you get three guys in. I really doubt that. So, yeah, I think it'll be one of the other, if, if it's possible for both, um, for them to get two Milwaukee Bucks in there. So, moving on to the Brooklyn Nets, James Harden I think should get in. I think he's a shoe in to get in. To be honest, even with you know, kind of the not the James Harden type season you thought you were getting, but he's still held his own nonetheless. Twenty three points per game, over ten assists per game. Over eight rebounds, 1.3 steals, shooting only 42% from the field, 80 over 87% from the free throw line, hitting nearly two and a half threes per game at a 33.7% clip. So James Hart, I James Hart will get in. He'll get in. Uh there's no two ways about it. Now as for Kyrie. Kyrie will not make the All-Star game, guys. <laughs> they don't have any illusions. I know he's coming back. He's scoring 25 points per game. But he only has eight games under his belt so far. So, uh, I strongly doubt if you see him in the All-Star game, for crying out loud. I'd be stunned if he made it in. So, so But James Harden, I believe, is in. Moving on to the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, they, 
they're making a big push for Miles Bridges making the All-Star game. Um, and I'll give you his numbers in a minute. But I think uh, LaMelo Ball is probably the stronger candidate to go if that's the case. Um, but uh, the East is tough, man. So I don't know if any of these guys will go. Don't be surprised if both guys don't make it. Uh, let me give you Miles Bridges' numbers. Who, uh, who's having a fine year? Uh, Twenty point three points per game, seven and a half rebounds, three and a half assists, a little over a steal per game, nearly a block per game, shooting forty nine point three percent from the field, seventy eight point seven from the free throw line. So, he he. He has really improved this year. Um, yeah, in such uh, <laughs> such a short time it seemed, but he has vastly improved. And then you have LaMelo Ball, who's been relatively healthy for most of the year. 19.4 um, points per game, 7.6 assists, 7.3 rebounds, a, a steal and a half. 42.3% from the field, 87.7% from the free throw line. He's shooting over two and a half um, threes per game. And also, he has shot it from 36% from three-point range. So, um, again, both worthy candidates. I don't think either one gets in. Um, I, I just think the numbers are kind of against them guys. That's what I'm thinking here. So, um, yeah. Uh, let's move on for Toronto. Toronto, believe it or not, has three candidates. It's possible none of them could get in as crazy as that sounds. Um, let me give you, uh, for, let me give you the three guys, uh, Fred Van Fleet, uh, and he's scoring 21.7 points per game, 7 assists, 4.7 rebounds, 1.7 steals, shooting it almost 42% from the field, 87% from the free throw line. He's hit nearly four threes a game, and that's at a 39.2% clip. So... Fred Van Vliet is having a fine year, man. It's make no bones about it. Um, and he definitely has a strong case here. Uh, Pascal Siakam, who has quietly had a solid year. And remember, he didn't come back right away. He, you know, he, uh, he came back, I believe, about a few weeks into the season. But, man, has he played well. 21 points per game. 8.4 rebounds, 5.2 assists. Now, his assists are really up. Um, 1.3 steals, shooting 47.5% from the field, 73.4 from the free throw line. So, Pascal Siakam coming back from that injury. He has really played well. Um, again, I think the numbers are kind of against him. I give him a slight chance, though, and I could give you the reason why later. So, and then there's OG 
Anunobi, who's uh who's having a good year too. Uh he missed some time with injury, but I'll give you his numbers nonetheless. 19 points per game, 5.7 rebounds, about two and a half assists, 1.7 steals, shooting 44% from the field, 75% from three-point range. He's hitting two and a half uh, threes per game at a 34.3% clip. And then you have, so you have, that's your Raptors there. Again, I think it's going to be a tough go for any of them to go. Fred Van Vliet, I give a slight chance, but once I give you the once I give you the guys here, you then you're going to understand. So, anyhow, uh, Boston, of course, their big two, uh, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. I think uh, definitely one will go. Probably both, I think, will go. So, Jason Tatum, 26.2 points per game, 8.4 rebounds, 4 assists, a steal, 43, a little over 43% from the field, 84.7 from free throw line, hitting nearly three threes a game, but shooting it at a 32.8% clip, so... But I think Jason Tatum, I believe, is in the All-Star game. I think it'll be named to it. And then Jalen Brown, who's, you know, he made it his first time last year. I don't see his numbers dissipating um, as opposed to last year's numbers. 24.3 points per game, 6.6 rebounds, 3 assists, a little over a steal per game, 45.6% from the field. 78.7% from the free throw line. And he is hitting almost three threes per game. And he is shooting it 36.2% from that range. So I think both guys get in. Even with them kind of lingering around 500, I think both guys will still get in regardless. As for the Knicks... (laughs) I don't think any Nick gets in, but I'll give you Julius Randle's numbers just for the case of argument. 18.5% from uh, 0.5% uh, um, scoring. So that is down from last year. Nearly 10 rebounds, 5 assists, 41.3% from the field. That's not going to get it done, especially for a big guy like him. 75.6 from the free throw line, and his three-point percentage is down, 30.6% from there. So I think Julius Randle, I think last year was aberration. Um, His numbers are kind of back down to earth now, but he does not make it. So Then you have DeMontis Sabonis for Indiana. 19, a little over 19 points per game, over 12 rebounds per game, five assists. His assists are down, uh, a, a steal per game, shooting at 58.1% from the field, which is mind boggling given the fact that he's pretty much <laughs> kind of the only thing they got going right now because Matthew Brogdon, of course, in and out of the lineup. 
uh, Miles Turner, who came on strong initially, but he has the injury now, so he has to. He'll be sitting out through the All Star break. So, and then Karis Levert, of course, is in and out as well. So, uh, and then he's hitting for seventy four point two percent from the free throw line. So. Sabonis, I think, has a outside shot, but I don't know if he makes it. Um, I'll give you the scenario uh, in a minute. And then the last candidate is Bradley Beal, whose team was kind of up there at the beginning of the season, but they hit a rough snag. So, And then Bradley Beal, who had to sit out twice because of health and safety protocols, so... But I'll give you his numbers, 23.2 points per game, 6.6 steals, 4.7 rebounds. He's shooting 45, a little over 45% from the field, 83.3% from the free throw line. And his three-point shooting is down, guys, only 30% from there. And actually, he's taking less threes this year. So, So that's probably all your candidates there. Now, and and the coaches picking, remember, they have to pick two guards, three front court players, and then two wild card picks. So, in terms of the guards, I feel it will be Darius Garland and James Harden. Uh, in the front court, I believe it will be Jason Tatum, Jimmy Butler, and Jared Allen. I think, I think. Jared Allen sneaks in, um, given, again, the fact that it's in Cleveland. I think he sneaks in on the uh, squad. Now, your two wild card choices. I think Zach Levine finally makes the All-Star game. Uh, And it's been a long time coming, but I think he finally makes it. And then Jalen Brown, I think he gets the other wild card spot. Now, in the case where they're going to replace... They may have to replace Kevin Garnett, not Kevin Garnett, Kevin Durant. I think the candidates would be either Middleton, Sabonis, and possibly Van Fleet. I think it'll be amongst those three. Uh, You can go any of those three uh, and you'll be fine. But... I'm actually going to go out on a limb here. I think Van Fleet sneaks in if they were to get a replacement for Durant. I think he sneaks in there. So, um, And the thing with, uh, I don't think it even matters, but um, that you have to replace him with a forward, I don't think that's the case because you could pretty much slide Jason Tatum into the starting slot. Um I think they did that last year, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Yeah, 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 they did do that last year because Kevin Durant was voted in as a captain, and he drafted the team, but he didn't make it. Or was it... Or was it Giannis who... I can't remember. Anyway, so... (laughs) Yeah, so I think... That's the case. If you have to replace KD, I think Vance, Van Fleet sneaks in there 
and gets that last spot. So, all right, guys. So that's the story for the East. I'm going to give you the West shortly. Actually, the West is kind of easier than the East to figure out. So, um, and I will give you that shortly, guys. So stay tuned. Okay, guys. So I gave you my predictions for the all-star reserves for the East. Now I'm going to give you my predictions for the West. So, which I think is a little easier than the East. So, um, again, kudos to all the guys that made it. Of course, LeBron James representing the West as the captain. Then you have Nikolai Jokic. You have Andrew Wiggins making it for the first time for the Golden State Warriors. And then in the backcourt, Steph Curry, of course. And then Job Moran making it for the first time. So kudos to him. And then in the East, uh, KD is your captain, Kevin Durant, along uh, along with him in the front court is Giannis Antetokounmpo, Joel Embiid as well. And then in the backcourt, DeMar DeRozan, who having a fine year, so he makes, makes it as a starter, along with Trey Young. So now for my East prediction. So I'll give you first a list of guys who probably deserve some consideration or, you know, at least uh, my belief that is. And then we'll narrow it down. So, all right. So let's do this. Looking at the first place, Phoenix Suns. Of course, Devin Booker. Uh, definitely, I think, is an absolute shoe-in. And Chris Paul, I think, is on the fence. But uh, you definitely can make a case for him making it. So. Um, in fact, let's go through the numbers. Devin Booker scoring over 25 points per game, five and a half rebounds, four and a half assists, one steal, shooting 44, a little over 44% from the field, 86% from the free throw line. Of course, he's shooting over two and a half threes per game. And he's hitting that from a 37.8% clip. So, Devin Booker, I believe, is a shoe-in to make the All-Star team. Chris Paul, 14.7 uh, points per game. 10.2 assists. Uh, amongst the league leaders, of course. Uh, four and a half rebounds, nearly two steals per game. It's a guy who's up there in years, and he's still getting in there with the steals. Shooting 48.8% from the field, eight, a little over 83% from the free throw line. Shooting 34.7% from three-point range. So, um, definitely those are all-star-like numbers for him, so... Moving on to Golden State, we already got Steph in there. Of course, Clay just getting back. So, and then you got Andrew Wiggins making this first All Star. I doubt if they get three guys in. I know some people are talking about Draymond Green, but yeah, the number. Although he is the glue to that team, but I don't think he's going to get the consideration. 
uh, nearly eight points per game, seven point six rebounds, seven point four assists, uh, one point four steals, a little over a block per game, shooting fifty three point seven percent from the field, only fifty nine point seven percent from the free throw line. I know there's kind of this groundswell to get him in, but I don't think he makes it in, guys. So, moving on to the surprising Memphis Grizzlies, uh, Des Desmond Green, no, Desmond Green, Desmond Bain has been having a fine year, guys. Uh, here's his numbers: seventeen point eight per um, um points per game. 4.3 rebounds, about two and a half assists that he's scoring, a little over a steal per game, shooting nearly 47% from the field, uh, nearly 89% from the free throw line. And he's hitting almost three threes a game at a 41.6% clip. Now that's... That's kind of a eye popping those numbers, but Desmond Bain having a fine year. I think it's an outside chance. I don't believe he makes it though. Um, unfortunately for him, but uh, the way he's playing, he may have all star in his future if his uh, if his trajectory t continues up the way it's going now. So, moving on to Utah. Uh, of course, Donovan Mitchell, I believe he makes it in um, 25 and a half points per game, a little over five assists, four rebounds, uh, a little more than a steal and a half per game, shooting 45% from the field, 87.6 from the three throw line, of course, hitting over three threes per game. At a thirty, nearly thirty-four percent clip for him. So, I think Donovan Mitchell makes it in. Rudy Gobert, I believe, is another person who makes it in for Utah. Sixteen points per game, fifteen rebounds, a little over fifteen rebounds, two point three blocks, shooting seventy point seven percent from the field. It's gracious, and then. 69% from the uh, charity stripes. So, provided he's healthy, because he's been sitting out for a while, him and um, Donovan Mitchell, in fact. But I think these guys come back soon. And I believe both of these guys will make all-star teams. So, moving on to the Dallas Mavericks. Of course, Luka Doncic, who I actually thought would get voted in, but... Uh, the fans did the prudent thing and the wise thing in voting in Ja Morant. So, uh, but I believe Doncic gets in. 25.4 points per game. 8.8 uh, .8 assists. 8.8 .8 rebounds. A uh, little over a steal per game. Shooting nearly 44% from the field. Nearly uh 74% from the free throw line and hitting about two and a half threes per game. And he's shooting that though at a 30.4% uh, percentage. So, but nonetheless, Duca 
Luca, he makes it in, so I have no reservations there. Minnesota Timberwolves, kind of like, they're kind of in the same boat as Toronto, where they have three uh, worthy guys you can kind of make a case for. Carl Anthony Towns, uh, sophomore Anthony Edwards, and D'Angelo Russell. So, let me give you their numbers. For Towns, uh, a little over 24 points per game, 9.4 rebounds, 3.7 assists, a steal per game, a little over, little over a block per game, shooting 51.4% from the field. That's great. 80.6 from the free throw line. He's hitting over three threes per game, guys. And he's shooting that at a 40.4% clip. So, Carl Anthony Towns, I believe, absolutely makes it. Uh, Anthony Edwards, listen to these numbers, guys. Nearly 23 points per game he's scoring. A little over five rebounds. Uh, him, too, 3.7 assists. Nearly a steal and a half per game. Shooting 44.6% from the from the field, 80.6% same as Towns from the free throw line. He's shooting well over three threes per game at a 37% clip. And then D'Angelo Russell, nearly 19 points a game, nearly seven seven assists, uh, 3.6 rebounds. He's shooting 41% from the field, though, 80.5% uh, from free throw, from the free throw line, and he's hitting over three threes per game at a 35.2% uh, percentage from there. So, uh, hey, uh, you can make a case for all of these guys, but I believe. Uh, no, I'll I'll save it for when I give you my picks. So um, so you'll have to wait and see. Uh, for the Lakers, already got LeBron in. I don't see AD making it in, um, because you know of you know he um, he had to sit the while with the injury. So I don't see him making it into the All Star game, which is fine. Um, Russell Westbrook will be a interesting case, guys. Very interesting case. Because his numbers are down compared to previous years. He's scoring nearly 19 points per game. Nearly 8 rebounds. 7.6 assists. A little over a steal per game. Shooting 44.3% from the field. 68 from the free throw line. And a atrocious... 30.5% from three-point range. So, Russell Westbrook is an interesting taste, uh, test case. Um, I give it to you straight, guys. I don't believe he's going to make it this year. I do not believe he's going to make it. So, uh, which is fine. Which, which, you know, maybe this will motivate him in the second half for those Lakers. Um, so, yeah. But I think... Russell Westbrook sits out this all-star game. For Portland, well, you got no Dame there, so um, 
only worthy candidate I you can make a case for is Joseph Nurkic. Um, and listen to his numbers, guys, while you laugh it off. 14.7 points per game, um, nearly 11 rebounds, 2.7 assists, uh, a little over a steal per game. He's shooting at 54.3% from the field and 69.5% from the free throw line. I mean, those aren't eye-popping numbers, but they are numbers to pay attention to. Do I think he gets in? I doubt it. Um, I doubt it very much so. Um, yeah, so. Yeah, but, you know, if there was a case for anybody on Portland, it would be him. I don't believe any uh, L.A. Clippers are going to make it. Uh, the only worthy candidate would have been Paul George, but you know he's out. He's on the shelf. So here's a guy I think could could before I give you him. Uh, as far as the Pelicans go, I don't believe any Pelicans will get in, but they do have two guys that you kind of look at their numbers and say, hey, maybe uh, Brandon Ingram, of course. 22.4 points per game, a little over six rebounds per game, along with 5.2 assists, shooting 44.3% from the field, 81.8% from the free throw line. And then Giannis, Giannis Valashunas, the center, uh, 18.3 points per game, 12 rebounds, two and a half assists, uh, shooting 52.6% from the field and nearly 82% from the free throw line. I don't believe either of those guys make it though. So, um, but you know, you can make a case for either one, I guess. And then, uh, an outlier, this team is nowhere in the playoffs, but I think this guy deserves to make it in for the Spurs DeJounte Murray. He is having a quietly great year 19.4 points per game a little over nine assists 8.4 rebounds man he's averaging more rebounds than uh than that on uh russell westbrook um two steals shooting nearly 45 five, almost 45 percent from the field 74.2 from the free throw line and get this, guys. He is second to Nikolai Jokic and triple doubles. He has 10 already on the season, guys. So this guy is pretty much carrying that Spurs squad. I don't. That Spurs squad that's not really going anywhere, but this guy is just balling out. I think he's an aberration. I think he gets in. So anyhow, so. With that being said, with probably no Anthony Davis making it, no Paul George, no Damian Lillard, so I here is my choices. And again, the way the breakdown goes, you got to pick two guards, three front court guys, and then you have your two wild cards. So uh, the two guards... Devin Booker, of course, and Luka Doncic. 
Uh, that's your backcourt guys there. As far as frontcourt goes, Carl Anthony Towns, I believe, makes it. Uh, I'm going out on a limb here. Anthony Edwards, I think, makes it to his first All-Star game after only two seasons. And then Rudy Gobert is the other frontcourt guy. So he got two centers among those guys. So it's been a down year in the West for forwards. So. And then the wild cards, I believe Chris Paul will be a wild card. And I think DeJounte Murray, deservedly so, needs to be that second wild card. So, um, yeah, so that's how I'm calling it, guys. All right. So that is the choices. Well, my prediction. We'll see how it goes. Comes this Thursday, actually, uh, February 3rd. They'll make the announcements on TNT. So, how many y'all have right? How many I have wrong? We'll see. We'll break it down, guys. All right. So, this is my special episode on the All-Star Reserves for the All-Star Game. These are my predictions. All right, guys. And again, as always, thank you for listening. And we'll talk soon. All right. Take care. So, my peeps. If you enjoy what you're listening to, you can follow me on my Facebook page, GD That Sports Dude. You also can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at GD That Sports Dude. And also on Twitter, you can find me at GD That Sport Dude. Also, you can email me at That Sports Dude GD at gmail.com. You can also support me through my Zelle at that same email address. And also on anchor.fm slash gd that sports dude. You can hit the support button there to contribute to this podcast and also like me there as well. And again, I thank you for listening to this content. <laughs>